What does it mean to manufacture a stronger standard? At DeGeist, it means to solve challenges and help manufacturers achieve more through our people, our technology, and our belief that anything is possible. This is Manufacturing a Stronger Standard, a podcast by DeGeist. Hi, Derek DeGeese here from Less USA and DeGeese Corporation with another uh, live podcast here at Fabtech 2021 talking about uh, how we can help manufacturers and, and add automation and in the finishing industry. So today we're here with Frank Mohar, is a regional sales manager for Nordson, and we've done numerous projects together. Thank you for coming, thank you for joining oh, us. Thanks for having me, thanks for having me. You bet. So we're here at Fabtech. First time we're back in two years. Yeah. Now, as we walk by the big two halls on the way back to our corner that we have in the back here, when you glance here and you walk through there, it can be almost overwhelming seeing the amount of automation that is over on that side and how that fits into where that goes in the product stream as well and what that means downstream. Oh, it, it, it really is amazing. And, and years ago, I'm not sure if, uh, if you're aware, but we also used to have uh, our own little show, a coding show, um, you know, prior to being involved with Fabtech. And the coding show was good, but it was always small. And then once we got involved with Fabtech and we saw how it just kind of fit perfectly along with the metal bending and then coding it and finishing it, um, that's when it just, you know, all the, these shows just kind of exploded. You know, the, just the, the outreach we had at that point was just, it was really, it was amazing. Um, so this really does fit in perfect because it starts from kind of from, uh, you know, from cradle to grave where they bend the metal and they clean it and then they come over here and then they can finish it. Um, you know, however that is, whether it's a, a simple uh, handgun or whether it's a fully automated system like, like you guys have. You guys, so what, what I see from the outside, from a manufacturer's point of view, with our background, as I look at is I see massive robotics and automation down there. Huge, huge amounts of on the velocity that is increasing as these parts are being made, oh. and then it comes back over and finishing has to continue to ramp up. How fast can you go? How much can you do? How much more? Double. I want to go faster and faster. Yep. Uh, yep. It seems like we need to. It's hard, but we have to keep kind of keep going so the industry can keep going as well. Or you're going to get out of balance for sure. And that's uh, that's what I tell tell our customers is that um, we don't ever want to be the bottleneck. And uh, and they say, well, somebody's going to be the bottleneck, and it's, we just don't want it to be us. You know. And you're right. Everybody, you know, they need more parts per hour that they have to get out. Um, and as long as we can keep up with that or build ahead of that, then we're okay. Uh, the issue we see though is that. You know, most of the, the coatings that we do is powder coatings, and that all has to be uh, touched up afterwards. And we just can't keep up with just a manual guy spraying that stuff. So that's why that's why it lends us to, to the automation. Right. And a really good segue, Frank. We didn't even talk about this. But <laughs> that ties really well. And as, as we talk about touch up, as we as we look at finding ways to work with your reciprocator systems to be able to, be able to help with auto, the automating this part that you you mm -hmm. provide, you still have the manual touch-up a lot on this complicated parts that you have. Yeah. And that still is, uh, these parts are moving, they're not stopping. Right. So uh, if you miss it, you miss it. Yep. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone out the other end and they they got to scrap it or they've got to run it through the whole system again. So, right. Yeah. And, and that's where you're relying a lot on the operators that are, you know, not only just the automatic guns moving up and down, in and out, but you're relying on the operators to touch those parts up. And the problem that we have is that the line speeds are getting faster and faster and faster. And at some point you can't, you can't rely on a, the manual spray 
to move that fast eight hours a day. Sure. So that's where it kind of just lends itself to, to take to the next step um, to get into the robotics with you guys. So as you look at robotics, Frank, you've been you've been in this for a long time, and there are some bottlenecks. So there's some there's some thresholds there. As we look at look at the Lesta technology and the work of the geese, what do you see as a potential for your customers? Well, one of the one of the um, I don't want to say a downside, but one of the one of the issues that uh, that faces customers is programming a robot, um, and that's that's the first thing we say is. You know, it would be nice if you didn't have to have somebody standing in the booth spraying this. You know, if you could have some automation where you have a robot always t uh, spraying these parts on the light areas, and the first thing they say is, we've got a thousand parts, so to program that with a push button and to move it over this way, this way, this way, it's just too cumbersome. And so, and it always was, and so we'd always say, okay, well, then let's just keep the manual guys in there, and then we have some systems that, you know, if, if two guys can't keep up, then you add a third or a fourth guy into the booth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but now, with, with the technology that you guys have, with, with literally you take the robot and you move it to where you want it to go, that kind of changes everything. It's a game changer, really. The, 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 way that, um, you know, the way that you're able to program this robot for every different part and not have to go through a whole sequence of button, button pushing um, and all that, it's, uh, it, it, it really is, it, it changes the way that we look at things. Um, and it does make it easier for the, for the customer to see that, like, okay, now I see I don't have to that technically uh, necessarily hire a guy that has a degree in robot programming that you know he could be taught this so sure. huge help and we've had great success working with your team we partnered with you guys at an early stage I think probably yeah. almost immediately after Fabtech 2019 you guys shipped us equipment brought into our test lab we worked with your engineers and we helped develop packaged pre-packaged starting solutions to be able to help with your team develop it so we could also articulate to your customers um, on how you can use self-learning and robotic technology with yours. And yeah. so maximize the technology of your equipment with ours. We've got success, I think, with Venturi and high-def pump systems out there. Yeah. And it, not all of them are with reciprocator systems as well, right? Oh, right. No, yeah. There's some systems out there where it's just robots. And it's funny you bring up 2019 is, is I remember we were here at the show and one of our guys came back from walking around the floor and he said, hey, have you guys checked out that Lesta company? And we said, no, and they just started talking about it. They said, you can physically take this robot and move it around and that's how you program it. And we're kind of like, eh, it's a, you know, maybe it's just a gimmick or you know, we, we don't know. It, and, and the more we got to know you guys, the more we realized like, this is real, this is, this is how things work. Um, but yeah, it doesn't always have to be reciprocators on a booth like that, but uh, um, you know, whatever it takes just to get the majority of it, 80% of the part coded, and then we could have have the robots do the touch up, or, you know, if uh, if the parts are, uh, I guess, small enough or simple enough, we don't even need the recepts or the or the um, the oscillators or uh, automatic guns. We could just do it with simply just with robots. So, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and with that inside, now that we've been working with your team, you guys have been great. We we've been able to add a lot of really easy to hand use user interfaces to be able to work with. Sometimes we're hot wiring some of your more basic stuff to add more features, and sometimes we're moving to your higher end equipment depending on what the application is. Yeah. yeah. And that's been allowing to build not just create a program path, but right. add. An, easy to use to be able to, to, be able to adapt to the variations they're seeing on a daily basis because it's not the same every day. Oh no, no, every, every customer is different, every part is different, and the, uh, you know, it, like you said, the communication between the robot and our equipment is, uh, it's nice, it's seamless. You know, you, 
you guys typically are going to tell us, okay, uh, gun, I want you to spray here, and I want you to turn on to this point and turn off at this point. If anything, for us, it's very easy. You guys make it very simple for us because you just you tell us when to turn on and off, and you guys are doing all the work. So you're you're moving the gun, and, and we just control flow rate. So it's it is it's a, it's a it's a great. Um, uh, just the way they work together. The, the robot and the gun work together. It's almost seamless, so it's, yeah. it is great. Cool. So what do you what do you see going forward? What's going to happen now? What, where do you see the industry going with uh, this in general? Where do you it's, see it going? This is not going away. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the biggest issue that our customer had uh, in the last year or so, you know, obviously with, uh, with COVID, but um, is trying to get employees and get employees to stay. You know, so um, you know, once they do get an employee and they keep them there for a little bit, they have to train them. And if that if that employee leaves, then they have to bring somebody else in and train them. And the biggest thing I hear is we can't keep doing this. You know, we can't we can't keep bringing new guys in because they always, you know, run off or they're uh, you know it's whatever for whatever reason they're not staying with the company or or they can't just um, bring in these people in. Um, they just said we need automate. And you tell us what does that automation mean? And you know, it, you know, we make the reciprocators, we make oscillators for the guns to go up and down, and that's great for flat panels. Um, and if we sprayed flat panels all day long, then then we wouldn't need you. But that would be great. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 that's that's not how, how customers work. You know, they all have all different all different types of you know boxes or or uh, wheels or you know any different configuration you can think of, yeah. and all those have different tough Faraday cage areas that need to be hit. And that's where, you know, if, if you don't have employees that know those areas to hit, that's when you need to have a, a Lester robot in there. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys are the North American leader in, in the powder coat. We're not going to talk percentages because that's, every time I ask, the percentages never add up to 100% if we had to talk to everyone <laughs> right. in general. But, the, but you guys, we go a lot of places and you guys are there. Mm -hmm. and, um, and as we are looking, as we look to, to partner with you guys, and we're able to offer that solution, it's been it's been really exciting doing that with you guys. Yeah. And then as we're giving those giving those applications to the customers, not only are like you said, are we uh, providing automation to go with your reciprocators or to help that manual, but they are increasing. We've got some of our customers together that have increased their production almost 40%. Oh. We've got customers that are, have been able to move some of their, their guys to other areas of the shop to be able to help them with that because they're, they got their, their best guy out of the booth. Yep. You know, so your best guy used to be your key person in the booth under the hood. They can't help out your rest of your application. So saving that knowledge, you said that we're not worrying about losing them because now he can be a part of that application for a long time. Yeah, it can make a, a really good, really good uh, relationship. Oh yeah, and I, I tell uh, customers all the time about the robots. I said, you know, the, the robots don't call in sick. They don't get tired and they don't miss. You know, it, if they had a bad uh, weekend, they're not going to miss a couple areas. It's always going to hit the same spot every time so that's uh it's it's i don't see that's that's ever going to go away it's only going to you know the need's only going to increase for sure right. very very good yeah. awesome frank thank you very much for joining oh, us today no thanks for I appreciate it great relationship yes yeah. and uh everyone thanks for joining us today on uh, our episode here of manufacturing a stronger standard here at fabtech 2021 um join us and look for us on apple Podcasts wherever you get your your podcast channels and look for Manufacturing Stronger Standard and stay tuned. Thank you.